28 minutes past the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Joining us now in our studio is State Representative uh, Todd Lippert of District 20B. Good morning. Okay, good morning. Thank you so much for coming in today. Glad to be here. You have, uh, I don't know if you've been at work at the legislative session, but uh, there are people uh, working up at the Capitol trying to get a budget deal and, and pass uh, some other legislation as well. Uh, so th- th- there's been a lot going on behind the scenes up there that we, uh, I think a lot of people don't know much about. What do you what's going on up there at the capitol right now uh yeah certainly a lot of conversations are are happening um both at the capitol and and by phone by uh remotely i was at uh uh, one of my children had a soccer game last night and i was i was on the phone um uh, before during uh just getting some updates on on what's going on so a lot of conversations going back and forth um we will be going into special session on monday um Specialist, we expect special session to start at noon, and I expect that we'll be passing our budget. I don't expect to shut down. None of the leaders have been talking about a government shutdown, uh, so I think that's a that's a basic basic thing. We expect to be uh, finalizing the deals we need to to get a budget passed. Uh, most of the budget bills are falling into place. There's uh, still work to be done. Uh, but for most, uh, just some minor issues are being ironed out. There are a few bills uh, where there's some bigger sticking points, education, environment, public safety, state government finance. Um, but leadership is, is stepping in and uh, will be helping to sort out some of those issues. I think the uh, big question for me is whether our special session gets wrapped up in a few days or whether we um, go on for a little bit longer than that. But I do expect us to get our work done by June 30th. The uh, special session is uh, being called on Monday for the uh, governor's executive powers. Uh, so you'll be convening at that time. Will, will it just go on until the budget gets done? Will they will they stop it or close the uh, session, then reopen another special session later on? Is that a possibility, or do you, is that a scenario that you see is even possible playing out? Um, I I expect the session to simply go on until the budget gets done. All right. And and the question is just is how quickly those things will fall into place. Uh, we do. Um, you know, we have a couple weeks before June 30th when we absolutely have to be done. Uh, it'd be better to get done earlier. Uh, so I'm hopeful we can get done in a few days. But um, you know, there's some some big policy sticking points, uh, some some heated negotiations, and and that may that may take a while to get sorted out. The governor seems to be. Uh I don't know, a little bit frustrated with uh, the legislature now, maybe both parties involved uh, getting some of this uh, budget deal done. Um, is it, you know, the sticking points, is the budget really the sticking point, or are there other uh, pieces of legislation, police reform, things like that, that uh, are causing more uh, divide uh, between the uh, parties and between the houses of uh, uh, the legislature. Yeah, so the, the conversations that have been hard this whole session are hard now, and police reform is one of them. Uh, Democrats and Republicans haven't uh, been seeing that issue with the same set of glasses uh, this whole time. But in the in the House DFL, we're very focused on um, insisting that we need to get some police reform in place uh, uh, after the shooting of... Uh, and, killing of Dante Wright, um, this issue intensified again. And we have uh, a variety of policy options in place, many of many of which we think are non-controversial, and we should be able to pass those. Uh, uh, limiting uh, low-level traffic stops or contextual traffic, traffic stops, uh, creating safer situations. Uh, this is just one example of, of something that, that we believe we could pass, and we should, we should be able to get that done. Um, in the 
environment arena, which is where um, I'm. It's on one of the committees I'm on. Uh, clean cars policy is is one sticking point uh, still, and this is this is one of the governor's uh, priorities, and um, it's one important thing we can do to respond to climate change. So we've been having the a record-setting heat wave uh, very early in the summer. We know we need to be responding to climate change. This will help reduce tailpipe emissions in cars that are sold in Minnesota, as well as making sure that electric vehicles are available. Um, many states have a clean cars policy like this. Uh, Senate Republicans are resistant to it. So we're still uh, pushing through on uh, these sorts of issues, and they're, they're holding up budget bills in a variety of areas. Now, y- you mentioned clean cars. Uh, clean bills is another thing. Uh, we have uh, is How is this shaping up? I mean, you can have some great legislation uh, that uh, the other party... Um, may or may not like uh, or but may be able to agree with but there's something else in the bill you know the poison pills so to say are those things going on up there now with either party are you seeing that uh, is that some of the is that part of the reason why we're holding uh, things have been held up so far well clean cars is one example this is a uh, this is something that the PCA the pollution control agency has the authority to implement um, and it actually, there was a court case, and the court sided on the uh, sided with PCA, saying yes, you have the authority to do that. Uh, Republicans in the Senate, though, uh, are putting this on the table, saying we we want this policy to be uh, stopped, um, even though it's it's already moving forward. So it's they've inserted it into the budget conversation mm-hmm. and have done so this whole session, um, and so we are dealing with it now. So these uh, so the budget will not be uh, a standalone bill. There's going to be a the large omnibus type bill that it'll be uh, approved with. All these things are going into one big bill? So each budget area, uh, education, health and human services, uh, the environment, mm-hmm. those budget bills, what we talk about is the budget bills, have many different policy, many different provisions in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is, that is how uh, a state government has functioned. It's how it's, it's, how it's functioning again. Um, and then there... So, so we have these big budget bills, omnibus bills going forward. They will be approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there are other policy pieces that are part of the conversation, too, because they're, they're uh, key issues that we have to, have to deal with. Uh, police accountability reform, those are provisions that are part of the public safety area. Um, so uh, sometimes we're dealing with just funding. Sometimes we're dealing with policy measures, too, that don't necessarily have a dollar amount attached. Uh, but it's all a part of the conversation as we're trying to meet the needs of Minnesotans in this moment, and that's what state government's supposed to be doing. You had mentioned you had a soccer tournament that you were at, and you've got youth, you've got kids. So you, you're around, out and about. Do people talk to you? Uh, have you, have they uh, expressed any sentiment towards uh, the legislative session this year as we get closer to the uh, deadline? Uh, is there a, a are they putting pressure on the legislators to to get this done? Yeah, that's. I was just in a conversation with uh, with the constituent yesterday, and and it was the the first question that was asked was, mm-hmm. um, is there is there going to be a shutdown? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want our government to function, and, and my answer was, I expect that we're going to get our work done, and uh, so so uh, Minnesotans are asking that question. We're getting close to the line, and and we need to get done. We have, uh, you know, we're planning to go on vacations. We're planning to go to state parks. We have so many uh, government employees who have done so much work uh, to get us through the pandemic, and we need to make sure that um, that 
that uh, those jobs keep going uninterrupted. Uh, so there's a lot that's riding on our budget being in place and getting done on time. So we're focused on that. That's something I'm focused on. Okay, a couple other things. Uh, number one, do you, do you expect the Governor Walls to have those uh, executive uh, powers uh, extended at this time, the emergency powers, I should say? So those, uh, I do expect those powers to be extended. Is that part few, of the bargaining for a new budget, or is that a, a totally that separate That is something thing? that will be a part of the conversations. I expect that it's a part of the negotiate, negotiations. It's something that Republicans uh, want to see go away. There are a few issues that are in place that are in play there. So it's with the emergency powers, it's very important that we can keep uh, the ability to receive funds from the federal government for food security, for instance. So we receive funds for uh, food assistance right now. We're also receiving uh, funds and support for vaccine distribution, and that depends on the emergency declaration as well. So those are, those are key things. Uh, the third piece that's really important is an um, off-ramp for the eviction moratorium. So right now, there's uh, renters can't be evicted during the peacetime emergency. There's conversations happening about uh, how do we transition out of the eviction moratorium because if it just happens immediately where suddenly when the peacetime emergency ends uh, the eviction moratorium ends we're going to have a waterfall of people who uh, will be without a home and won't have time to transition so and minnesota moves through evictions the eviction process more quickly than most other states so we want to make sure that there's time. The CDC's recommended 30 days. Uh, that's what the House would really like, uh, to give enough time for renters to find another home if they're being evicted when the peacetime emergency ends, and also for landlords to be made whole. So if landlords know that they're going to be behind on rent for someone they're evicting, uh, they can apply for federal funds as long as their renter is still in place in the home. But they're going to need that eviction off-ramp time to do that. So that's a key negotiation uh, area for us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, Representative Todd Lippert is with us. Uh, what's what's next week going to look like uh, for you? I mean, is there going to be, are there going to be meetings all the time? Is Are all the negotiations done by the party leaders in closed doors? Uh, or will you actually be in session? What 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 is the week going to look like? Any idea? So what I anticipate, this uh, our schedule is always unpredictable, but what I anticipate is we'll start session uh, we'll have some time to caucus as both parties, and then we'll come to the floor and we'll start passing some of the bills that are um, that have already been agreed to. Uh, so, for example, the climate energy bill um, is done, and one thing that's exciting in that bill is we have uh, 16 million dollars for solar on schools, which makes a tremendous amount of sense. So, we'll be able to put solar on 350 schools across the state of Minnesota, uh, which is a big win uh, for us and for for dealing with climate change too. Higher education bill is done. Uh, there's $100 million more million for funding um, public higher education in the state of Minnesota, as well as a, a direct um, admittance program. So if you're a high school student, uh, you will get noticed that you'll automatically be uh, accepted to one of the state colleges in Minnesota. Uh, this is an innovative policy that will help get students enrolled in college and going with college education. Mm-hmm. So we'll pass uh, bills that are done, and then meanwhile, uh, some of the, the final sticking points will be worked out, and we'll be waiting uh, for uh, you know the green light to go on, so we, we return to the floor and we, we pass those bills too. So that's going to 
will happen again and again as we go through the session. All right. Well, best of luck to you this week. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. We certainly appreciate that. Is there anything else you wanted to mention while we have you in here? I would just um, appreciate everybody who's uh, focusing on getting the vaccine. I would encourage people to um, also, if you haven't had a chance to get the vaccine yet, please do. It's safe. It's easy. It will help protect us from COVID-19. It's one of the biggest things we need to do to have a safe summer. So we'll uh, roll up our sleeves and uh, keep working on getting those Mm -hmm. vaccine doses in. Yeah, we talked yesterday with hospital uh, uh, CEO Steve uh, Underdahl, and they do have the uh, Johnson & Johnson, the one-shot vaccine available now in Northfield Hospital and Clinic. So if you you don't like shots and you just want one, (laughs) you only need to have one now. Right, quick and easy. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Todd. Todd Lippert, once again, state representative for District 20B.